This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Geek Fuel, and you listeners can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time and get a free Star Wars item worth $20. a silly catchphrase to open this up because this laser time is all about badass women in cinema hi uh welcome is this women's month Kev? is it what did you say women's history month women's history Mark. month hey, yeah. ask the dude what month it is. <laughs> hey, none of you guys suggested it hey. it took a man to suggest women's history month oh man. Uh, no <laughs> and that will set the tone for this evening <laughs> i'll take the blame on that hey i for the record, I didn't know at all. Uh, oh, well, Barry. <laughs> none okay. of you brought it up. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Chris Antista. Uh, who else is with me? It's me, Sarah, badass woman of the LTC. Yeah, and two people that we haven't seen together in a while. It's true. Hey. Cavs went on. It's but me, Cavs, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the primal root from the Trash Cinema Collective. Hello. And uh, Cassie, also from Trash Cinema Collective, Capsi Video Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 the second I thought of this, I'm like, oh, you just want to talk about Miss 45, because I think that's hanging in one of the bathrooms of oh, Cap City. Yes. Uh, which right is a movie I, I, I never expected to love and see ever, but like it, I saw it at a revival theater, but a, a disgusting, violent revenge movie. Uh, Miss 45. Here's a clip of the trailer. Every day, on every street, in every city, women are insulted, abused, threatened. So talking, so that's a badass lady of cinema. No oh, definitely. Kidding. Yes. No uh, one question when I was going through stuff because Kev sent me a list, and I think it'd be nice to debate with the ladies and what's mm. a badass person in cinema. Mm-hmm. And the one I was conflicted on was uh, uh, Marion from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Wildly so. <laughs> is is she badass? Ravenwood is. If I ever had an icon, I mean, she drinks. Literally yeah. every behemoth True. under the table. <laughs> yes. She smacks his, she breaks his jaw practically mm-hmm. the first time she sees this guy who left her in a lurch. And, and she's very much not afraid to let this beautiful, you know, dirty man know exactly what she <laughs> thinks of You know, she is like, I, 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 she is his, she is his match, but really she kind of. Excels. Yeah, you know she sure. exceeds even. She's, she's doing it backwards to, yeah. and in heels. She just needed to burn down her bar just in spite to like I'm your goddamn partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and definitely more so. Uh, I feel like I wish the movies happened in reverse order with like Cape Capshaw being the first. I know, but like after you can't do that after Marion. <laughs> you can't have that character after Marion. It's true. I think if yeah. you like the, if the next movie would have focused on someone like Marion, someone who's like more capable and a badass and not screaming Andy. Her, yeah, her, well, her line is scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scream. Mm-hmm. And then marry the Complain. director. Complain. Yeah. And, she, and she, you know, like, she, she's great and I love her and she's got a lot of sass with it too. And she, you know, she certainly, she can hang, you know, but, but she's so different than Mary. Than Mary and she, yeah. she kind of graduates into her abilities. But and, also, if you take into account the fact that Temple of Doom is a prequel to Raise the Lost yeah. Star, like, oh, any, hey, any, hey, any hey, one it ditched hey. her. And she never yeah. asked for this. She's mm. like taken mm. up into all their bullshit adventures and, and journeys. And, She's just like, I was a fucking lounge singer and my life was 
great. At the Club Obi Wan. Okay. That's a common. Uh, What's that a reference to? That's, 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 that's obscure. That's a common story for um, a lot of badass women is that they're thrust into things no they kidding. didn't ask to be a part of, and <laughs> sometimes the shitty men in their lives are like, "I'm going to put you in peril, and you're and you just going to figure it out." It, and, yeah, exactly. that, really, and you get to have me at the end. Kind of a weirdly excellent point. <laughs> it's like how all these guys' heroes is a lot of women's like asshole. Yes. Dirty, yeah. Man. The worst boyfriend or, ever. Uh, More than in, in several movies that we're going to talk about, like the first movie isn't the woman being a badass. It's the second one where she has to, she survives this first thing and then becomes this crazy superhero. Mm. And we will talk more about those when we get back from this short break. Thank you guys so much for listening. Wanted to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Geek Fuel premium, delightful mystery box featuring six to eight items and an exclusive shirt. We always refer to Geek Fuel like a birthday present you give yourself or as a gift to a loved one every single month because Geek Fuel is all about brightening up your day once a month with cool goodies featuring your favorite stuff like Marvel, DC, Nintendo, Pop Figs, Zelda, Halo, Star Trek, Ghostbusters, Doctor Who, Game of Thrones, Futurama. The list goes on and on, ranging from pint glasses, cards, posters, shirts, comic books, and each box is guaranteed to contain $50 worth of stuff, and Geek Boxes start for as little as $14 plus shipping and handling. If that weren't enough, you can go to geekfuel.com slash lasertime and receive a bonus Star Wars item worth $20 absolutely free. If you're looking to put a pep in your geeky step, consider Geek Fuel, and if you want that free Star Wars item, head to geekfuel.com slash lasertime. Is the world of today getting you down? Well, then why not check in on some of the good stuff that happened this week in movies, TV, games, and more 30, 20, and 10 years ago this very week with our show, 30, 20, 10. Here's a clip from 2009. Zack Snyder's Watchmen. So this is about as right as you can make a Watchmen. And further to the point of bashing DC movies, this is the only DC movie Zack Snyder ever should have made. It's the only one he's equipped Agreed. to make, and it's it's perfect. It, it, everything I hate about his Superman and De- Batman depictions are because of how well he did the Watchmen. Because he's yeah, a cynical because man. Watchmen is supposed to be grim and cynical. Superman, not so much. Batman, yeah. maybe a little bit. To me, the best part about the movie is one, the intro, and that's the only yeah. thing Zack Snyder yeah. nails in any of his other DC movies, uh, and the Doctor Manhattan sequence, turning me into something naughty. I'm pretty. tired of these people. It is, but I, but also I just to complain about it. I teased it earlier. The worst dick physics I've ever seen in my life is when Doctor <laughs> Manhattan warps to fucking Mars. His his dick is his ten inch dick is waving around like a windsock. This is the only thing I remember from this movie. Right, <laughs> the big blue dick. Oh, and that was so funny when they the first trailer that came out. They forgot to remove the dick. Jump into the past with 302010 every Thursday on lasertimepodcast.com or iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Five, four, three, two, one. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Lasertime crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash lasertime. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Lasertime network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. No, 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 no. you're no, our, our Oscar, official Oscar historian. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate also, it. people saying, oh, this Green Book's the worst Oscar, worst Best Picture winner of all time. Not even close. Yeah. Can you toss out some worse ones? 
Broadway Melody of 1929. Sure. Uh, Cavalcade. Greatest Show on Earth. Yeah, those all suck. Oh, The Greatest Show on Earth. I saw that recently. Wait, that is that the circus ter- one? Yes, the Charlton oh Heston Circus God. one. Oh, my God. I saw that in gifted <laughs> class. Get bonus time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. coming in with a Terminator love theme for a reason, which you forget is actually in the first film. They make love to a version of Radan. So hot. Uh, so hot. It's, it's not a bad rhythm. Mm, not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> Popping that Terminator soundtrack. Yeah, Cass, what did you just say on. about the, the, the third oh, Indiana yeah. Jones I mean, just, I, You know, so, so they have the, um, you know, the... Um, Raider, or sorry, uh, Last Crusade. Yeah, Last Crusade. Crusade, right? And then you have uh, you have your, your Nazi uh, feminista, you know, and she has like her, you know, and, but, and she is also struggling for power in her occupation, mm-hmm. but you're not allowed to like her because she's a Nazi, she's even a, though she's yeah. amazing. But she's a lady she's, Nazi. She, you know that's not easy. She's a lady Nazi, and she's gorgeous, so they had to make her good. Sure. Uh, eventually, sure. but she's you know that her poor hubris and it's her, like when you watch those fire like, festival documentaries and you see like a lady like as a or boss less like bad maybe not it good. must have been really hard for you to get to this spot because the people you work she's for the Nazi oh, who yeah. can cry, are unrepentant you know? douchebags yeah <laughs> but yeah so she's another good one mm-hmm. another good so all right Cass is down for marking down for good Nazi <laughs> oh my god no guys please tricked you no. <laughs> that's what I'm saying put you in league with people like, like the president I was I was about to say you can never run for office, but obviously I that's not true. And she realized maybe this isn't the greatest thing yeah. I'll, I'll do in my life, but certainly yeah. the last thing I'll do in my life. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> so, like the first person I wanted to talk about, didn't want to save it for the end because mm-hmm. it was a long conversation. Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What the God. fuck? Like, what the, like, in, um, talking about women who have been on film forever, mm-hmm. she's been on film forever as kind of the same type, someone to intimidate you. And she mm-hmm. raised us. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. like that absentee mother who raised our, <laughs> like raised us in cinema and mm-hmm. thought, and she's the first person that we saw who we thought, what, that's not a Disney princess. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that she's, she's done that she's the whole amazing. time. She, yeah, when, yeah. when they announced yeah. that, like that, those awful Marvel shows from Netflix are teaming up together to be the defenders and like, who's going to be the big bad? And everyone's like, Sigourney Weaver and like everyone's like, like yeah that makes mm-hmm. yeah that makes total sense mm-hmm. you don't yeah. I'm not gonna create a petition to remove this lady from this role everybody's like no Sigourney Weaver she's always been mm-hmm. she's always been a different kind of woman in film mm-hmm. ever since Alien with the first moment of the first Alien which is my favorite Alien and I'm with you Chris. thank yeah. it's a, it's a good horror movie just like the first Terminator which we'll get to in a moment <laughs> and. Uh, She's wearing these tiny skimpy little panties and she's running from this alien and like And mostly she's not. That's yeah. what you right. like yes. know that's what you like remember because you're like it's such a departure from her being in a jumpsuit the yeah. entire time. Yes. And then she has this moment where she she's exposed, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like and she's uh, you know like her her armor is finally off and that's when she's full kind of the audience needs that reminder cuz she's mm-hmm. such a hard ass through yeah. that whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. You need her to be vulnerable, but yeah, you, you need do, that moment you need where you every hero to be. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and it, Go ahead, it's Kat. like Sorry. you're fine. <laughs> I think the men you should be talking more. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow like, it, no. but watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> uh, 
no, keep going, keep going. I don't know. More yeah. Ripley, more Ripley. Those that that moment of vulnerability. It's almost like I kind of wish we didn't have to have it for women because mm-hmm. why women? should we? Like, not a lot of men fighting in their underwear generally these days. No Someone way. hasn't seen Eastern Promises. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is a good point. That is a notable exception. I mean, that is the only notable. Vigo's exception. dick flopping around. Holy That's true. Shit. How do you fight like that? I don't oh, know. <laughs> with a knife, like oh man, when there's a knife. Yeah, right. at yeah. least let, let him fight with a with a rubber bat or something just, <laughs> just in case. And it kind of makes me think. It makes me think. Just that makes me think of the, the first like real pretty boy that kind of made the scene with uh, Tom Cruise and Legend, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. where he was just like this adorable twink that like you know was around in his panties, uh, and but that's so straight of bad. Yeah. You know, anyway, but um, enough about him um. (laughs) supposed to be about the ladies because i think but isn't isn't fully formed ripley really part of aliens like that's the ripley everyone everyone remembers as the badass pretty much that's when she's like yeah "Yeah, take no prisoners she's there to save everybody's ass because no one knows Mm -hmm. what they're doing and they will not listen to her yes and Mm -hmm. they get to say the b word Get away from her, you bitch! Yeah! <laughs> oh man! And I, Kev, you, I, I had never seen aliens, and I saw that line for the first time on a sketch on Mystery Science Theater 3000, which you know they never <laughs> curse. And just mm-hmm. Joel's like, "Get away from him, you bitch!" I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> no, it's really weird when you hear Whoa. them like, like dropping all the, all the. You know the naughties or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. they drop all their naughty the, words. The two naughties yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just remember the whoopty shit. What? what? <laughs> Did I tell you I interviewed Kevin Murphy and that's the only, that's the first thing I asked him about. And he's like, "Really? I'm the guy who curses the movie." Like, yes, <laughs> the Damn, only like, one. You guys got fixated on this the way I did. Yeah. What? You're nuts. I did. I yeah, just, memorize everything you say ever. <laughs> yes, you're the only so, person to ever say shit in Mystery Science Theater 2000. <laughs> Would you say uh, Pearl Forrester is a badass? Oh, no kidding. Oh my. God. So bring it back. Yeah. Yes. No, it, and it's no, so it's so weird if that first season where she's playing like this weird daughtering homemaker helicopter yeah, uh, mom. Uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her in her first mm-hmm. season, the sixth season, right? Was seventh season. Seventh season. Did I yes. tell you my mother is here. Yeah, the, the oh, sixth. What? Oh man. <laughs> There's only six yeah. of them. It's okay. It's okay. But then it then ends up becoming Pearl. her own in the the eighth season. Pearl rules. Yeah, oh, yeah. she really mm-hmm. makes it okay to just like set out on your own, girl. Mm-hmm. Venture like whatever you know, mm-hmm. like you know, in your uh, VW. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I, I mentioned Across the space. I think mm-hmm. we talk about Alien because, like, whatever this type of character was, you didn't really get another one for a really long time. If you were a lady, I don't know that ladies are all about watching a movie about a girl that kicks ass. No kidding. Can we also mention, like, for instance, one of my favorite ones, um, uh, The Descent. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, cool. my God. It's all, all female cast except for the, yeah. you know, husband who, you know, it's, it's no big secret, dies yeah. in, like, the first, like, five <laughs> minutes of it. And it's, yeah. like, kind of triggers all these things. Um, and between the ladies and and the scent know, is the, the movie about mm-hmm. that's the Australian movie about the spelunkers. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Australian, has, right? Um, that was the pitch meeting. They're, they're like, like, yeah, yeah. And then there's like one or two Americans in it. You yeah. Know? Um, and then they uh, so these women go down spelunking into um the, these uncharted yes caves, and it is, and it's it, even if it stayed just a really, really like tight wire like tension, uh spelunking movie it could have mm-hmm. worked and then they made it something else yeah a creature uh, movie and it's, yeah whoa it, it, uh, you know because it's something that you don't generally see women doing on their own mm. without a man around is these right. sort of adventure sports even traveling alone is not something that's like very shown in like pop culture totally. in general oh, and com- something that's like b- a big part of the conversation now is that like I hate that I always why have to not accentuate like the gear <laughs> and the that this is a real thing that they're doing and yes. they, they accentuate their strength so well and these mm-hmm. actresses like took such pains and the movie mm-hmm. took such pains to show how 
fucking mean, like bad ass mean these chicks are. Yeah. And so that that's one um, that I, swear, I watched in, like, it. I watched it. Two thousand four, something like 2006. that. Two thousand six. Six yeah. But that also so reminds good. me yeah. of that movie we watched for Shark Week with yeah. Blake Lively, Lively, where the Shallows, the Shallows. Oh, oh, awesome. My another God, badass woman, mm-hmm. also an actress you wouldn't put in that role right. necessarily. Right. With all the young. She's so like Gossip Girl and everything. That's what it was. Yeah. She's so lithe and like you know it looks like you could be like and blow her away yep. basically but she's a fucking oh, badass man. in it and again it's another woman like that traveling by herself shit. and <laughs> yeah. I think he knows it yeah. Yeah. oh are they Ryan dating they're, they're like married and have they're like married? a daughter oh yes. A daughter? yes I'm not up on it yeah, yeah I mean, no I mean yeah, they met on the wonderful set of the Green Lantern I also oh, wow. yeah, that's right I also love their social media because she will always post like Instagram pictures it's like happy birthday to my wonderful husband and it'll be a picture of her with half of his head cropped out like, from a press event. Like, yeah, dude. All right, girl, you got a People sense of humor. I'm it. into it. <laughs> yeah, but you got oh, Sigourney Reaver. I go, oh, to, go oh, yeah, right. to go back yeah, to her. Get back to her. But only because, too. like, when we were talking outside, Kev, like, but yeah, she plays the girliest role she plays is in one of her most famous movies, uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. No but she yeah. also becomes a raging god by the end of the film, mm-hmm. which is, I think, more believable because. We've seen her kill a lot of it. And you know, something that, that, always, that I always felt like when I was a kid watching this, I never, even though it's her definitely her most damselly, mm-hmm. she's just in peril constantly mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. And I, I, I can only imagine, I don't, I wonder if she like kind of, if Sigourney had an issue with that too. And she's like, oh my God. I wonder if she has an but, issue playing the, the type of, because we just talked about Working Girl. Right. For 30, 2010. Oh, and, yeah. and so like yeah. she's, so she's the woman juxtaposed to Melanie role. Griffith's <laughs> yeah, but I never felt 80s. like like I, I because she's she herself cannot help but ever not like yeah. even when she's in peril she is just the epitome of strength mm-hmm. and um and that's why you know um Bill's character you know why why Bankman just wants to be spanked by her yes exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah like, exactly so looking for her to own it's him. something about like, her look the way she carries herself oh, like yeah. just her presence in general so I like, never felt like she was weak lends her she was in peril. exactly and so mm-hmm. like with Working Girl like when we talked about in thirty twenty ten like my takeaway from that film was kind of like what the fuck why is she the bad guy in this like <laughs> she broke her leg and had her job and her fiance stolen from her by like a girl you know like I I kind of came away a little bitter about that whole situation that, my favorite recent role of hers was in Baby Mama which is like the yeah. Tina Fey Amy Poehler movie almost no one saw. Oh, she, I definitely saw. They <laughs> don't. Really she plays the okay. surrogate. The surrogate. Uh, the pe- person who owns the surrogate agency, and she's like, oh, "We'll set no you up with a surgeon to have your baby." Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, then speaking of which, here's my baby. I'm like, you have a new baby? Like, oh yeah, I can get pregnant whenever I want. She, <laughs> she's the most fertile woman on the planet too. So she always plays this weirdo, most most masculine version of a female in almost every movie that she's in. It's something she's almost been typecast as. Yeah. For her whole life. Has she ever done much in the way of comedy? Or what's interesting? She's she got mm. cast in like three different roles that were written for men. It's like really? Ripley was originally supposed to be a guy. Oh, wow. uh, the TV set she played like it. a uh, studio exec that was yeah. supposed to be a dude. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, oh my gosh, a Be Kind Rewind. Yeah, like her character dude, in that yeah, was supposed damn, to be I a guy. I forgot her from that, but I mean, she was also a badass in fucking Avatar too, right? right. No kidding. Yeah. yeah, she was great. Also, yeah. I thought she was incredible in Cabin in the Woods. Yes, oh yes. my oh, god, my. that was supposed the, to be Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, and she turned Whoa. it down. And I'm like, upgrade really? Sigourney Weaver, oh, right? Because that's, there's yeah. something even even for a guy, you see Sigourney like. 
dude, this is I this isn't like fucking around anymore. Like, you, you could tell someone was going to come out of the shadows, and I, I felt maybe it was just me, but I, I think everyone kind of felt like God. If they're going to have somebody come and do like you know do this cameo role, it has to be Sigourney. Because you hear her voice, and it's like that's that voice. it. That's mm. what it was. That was like mm. There's something yeah, there that the, makes me want to see her. Maybe it's the voice too, as well. Like, she, is she the program or something like? Or she's like just mm. over? She's a director. Yeah, or, like, she's the, the director. Yeah. Oh, but she's like like you you kind of hear her throughout the thing. Her voice. Oh, do you? Uh, maybe I'm not wrong. throughout. Once they get down to the level, that's where the, what it was. Yeah. yeah, when she's describing what all, all the creatures this is. But like, if you think about in contrast, though, because we could just talk about. Like this mm-hmm. whole conversation could just be about like women in horror because so many of the women that survive in horror they overcome un- unsurmountable mm-hmm. odds basically. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't like classify Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween as part of this conversation necessarily. Not till the no? new Halloween. Yeah, that shit is amazing. I mean, she's cause, yeah. I have not seen the because like Halloween. the the new Halloween. I vague spoiler like half of it. Because th- you also said Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, oh, absolutely. Because Nancy. During, yeah. during that time, what is that, like 84? 84. Like, the, you always have, like, a final girl, and she figures out a way to, like, maybe get away from the killer or mm-hmm. kill them. But, like, Nancy goes full on Kevin McAllister with the other, <laughs> with the with a different realm. She outsmarts like, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she outsmarts him mm-hmm. and An exploding him. light bulb. And, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. And, like... Yeah. So the new Halloween is like that's half the movie for Laurie Strode. That's why yeah. I really liked right. it. Okay, yeah. She goes full Kevin McAllister and killing this person who's been fucking on, in the periphery of her mm-hmm. brain for like the last thirty years. And that intergenerational thread of like you know like teaching this to your family. And yes. in that Raising moment with um, women, yeah. not to spoil it for everybody, mm-hmm. that moment if you haven't seen it, but the moment where um. um who, what's that actress's name? The uh, the one that plays her, her Judy, Judy Greer. Greer. Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Yeah, when she's at the bottom Judy and she's like, who's, who's plays married like the to Artie, the strongest man in the then, world, and like blows him away. You know, <laughs> and it's just the most satisfying thing in the world that she actually took from. You know, because yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, but movie, not every final girl is what I would classify as a badass. Right, woman necessarily. That's true. Right, I think I think Nancy it's went not, above and beyond. Yeah, she brought that shit into Dream Warriors Part Three, where she yes. comes back and it's like she's just training kids to defeat Freddy Krueger and. Yeah, I, did. I didn't realize that until watching them all in a row, just that, like, how awesome Nancy was, how much it sucked they brought her back just to murder her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they brought her back for New Nightmare. That's true. That's, right, yeah. That's true. That's the, one of the weirdest movies ever. Can't quite oh, no pass doubt. But, uh, but, <laughs> but super fun. And but I mean, like, I think, like, definitely starting the conversation now, like, Sigourney mm-hmm. Weaver is what we would call, like, a badass. Right. But, like, what would you say would be, like, the characteristics then that we would use to classify someone? Um, as well, like a I, badass woman. When Kevin and I talked about cinema. it, I think we talked about like mostly movies where women fight <laughs> or like or commit to some act of violence. So I'm sure. Yeah. I, the, but the last thing I wanted is one of you ladies to come in here, the strongest woman in movie, Ruth Bader Ginsburg in <laughs> RGB. Like, fuck that. No, that's not well, what I'm talking about. That's just in real life. That's not yeah. what I'm talking about. Nor anybody who plays a character like that. But, uh, but I don't well, know. Well, I don't know though. Because like for me, I, I like to go back a lot too. And mm. this may not be a popular opinion, but Hmm. like one of the best badasses in cinema that doesn't come from one of those movies Mm -hmm. is um, Meryl Streep's character in The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. She's like a huge badass. She's at the top of her game. People are trying to take her down like constantly throughout it and she's like above it all while like facing like huge odds and like and she's not afraid to to be disliked which is a really a big thing that women i think have to like work against like Mm -hmm. you know being afraid of being disliked Mm -hmm. in order to be powerful and they can coincide but largely when you're at the top of your game like that no yeah especially for a woman because you have to put up with so much Mm -hmm. shit on your way up i don't like that you said that 
I'm going to have well, you to. You know what we don't like. I'm going to have to invite you to suck it, okay. <laughs> and I'll let it be up for interpretation. Okay, okay, probably probably something in HR. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like she, and that was another movie where I'm like, this person who is being cast as the villain. It's not actually the villain. I don't mm-hmm. feel like she's just expectation can be the villain. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I wanted to make. I did want to make a nomination of an actress, but not a spe- not totally a specific character. Uh, one of my favorite actresses we don't hear much for these days, uh, Jodie Foster, because mm-hmm. Jodie yeah. Jodie Foster came out in Taxi Driver is like kind of creepy, young. But I saw her for the first time in Freaky Friday, so she was already where she was already yeah, playing no like kidding. a boyish Same. type. She was like that, like what in her in her very first, like I guess Freaky Friday was a pro, but then what was the movie where uh, she, the girl that lives down the, the, the girl, little girl that lives down the lane, yeah. with, uh, Martin Sheen, and how she is just out. the most she is an adult the entire time, and that's like the Wait, point is, of it is that she's a little. What is that about? Okay, so well, Kevin's really good at describing movies. So go for it. Um, little girl that lives down. It's such a. The creepiest line from the it Three is, Little Pigs because it yeah. is the creepiest movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, people start going missing around Jodie Foster's character, like her father, I believe, if I rem- I'm remembering cr- yep. correctly, mm-hmm. disappears. Then her caretaker disappears, oh. and Martin Sheen shows up as a raging, incredibly aggressive pedophile sort of character. He's, trying and he, to, he's a rich boy in the he's town. He's a rich boy in the town. He yeah. owns the town. His family owns yeah. the town. Mm-hmm. And that she, you know, so, so she lives under the guise of saying, oh, my dad's in Europe. Yeah. He's, he's in Europe. I'm just, he knows I'm incredibly capable. And so I take care of myself. And she really does. She goes, she mm-hmm. does her own shopping. Mm-hmm. She does her own chopping wood. She, she takes care of business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, and, and she teaches herself. She's incredibly well-educated. Her parents taught her to be that way. And so, um, and then watching her kind of outsmart and outwit defend herself against this man who's like you know like lurking around her constantly and she has this friend who is also a part of that this little boyfriend you know who's a part of that it is phenomenal and she's like maybe 12 something like that yeah there was like she's nine yeah i had to look up the trivia on it because there's like a part where you see her butt it was was like her older sister doing this like 14 like like a respectable age for seeing a preteen or a teenager's butt you know she's 15 she's not you know my sister you know my sister we could not butt double i don't think no but she was mine's too big amazing and incredibly young to do it and that was also even though i saw it like just like last year I wish I'd grown up with it. I wish I'd seen this girl and be like, God, I gotta get my shit together. I'm yeah. like 12 and I don't know how to do any of this. Yeah. God. And yeah. Well, so, so I was trying to categorize her, her latter day work. Cause like other than her most famous movie, like stuff like the accused, mm-hmm. she's done mostly like directed. Uh, well, I think her most famous movie is silence of the lambs. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Silence yeah. of the lambs totally counts. Badass totally a badass role. Badass lady. And, and, um, the stuff she directs, I mean, I'll, you know, I don't think Lorenzo's oil is like, Oh, I Beaver do. was interesting. But that's the Beaver. Oh, so she's really played two types of roles in the last fifteen years. She's played <laughs> high-powered executives mm-hmm. and things that like things like the Brave. No one saw the Brave one. Well, and uh, and well, True. she was also um, Gandolfini and her and um, Kate Winslet. What was it? It was um, Carnage. Um, oh, uh, and I think she directed it. We have a tornado warning. Oh, okay. Son tornado warning. Bitch. You guys are oh. working up a storm yeah, here. Oh the last God. podcast. You guys are, there's too much free speech happening. <laughs> <laughs> Why shut you down? Of course, during Women's History Month. She plays like mommies now and wives and stuff. Movies yeah. like, she's in movies like Panic Room. I think she has like oh, yeah. an Air Force One movie in there fighting terrorists on a plane. Mm-hmm. The Courage Brave One. Fire, which, was that? Red Eye. Red Eye. Oh, the, my bad, my bad. Brave One is her Charles 
uh, Bronson movie. Mm-hmm. Like her vigilante, I'm going to take revenge on everyone movie. Yeah, so, she gets, she gets mm-hmm. like, I can't, I think I saw it, but it wasn't super memorable. But yeah, she gets raped in a, like in a park mm-hmm. and I think they kill her dog too. Yeah. And so she you, got, just... you and me have seen the brave one. Yes. Yeah. I, I love Jodie. I've always loved Jodie Foster. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, she's done mostly like violent, like small violent epics mm-hmm. and things where she directs Mel Gibson. And then contact. <laughs> I don't know what she that's also about. did contact, which she was also a badass. Oh, no kidding. I love Contact's contact. Amazing and, uh, to me, it never gets enough credit. Same here. I could I watch her be pensive it. all day long. I'm into it. I'm I could totally watch a fake it. Bill Clinton all day long. <laughs> yeah. And a young, and Jenna Malone, young Jenna Malone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a good segue moment. No, we can talk about it. So I was just thinking, um, I really want to talk about Pam Grew now. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> there's never a bad time for that. We had this, we just had an episode uh, thanks to our buddy TL from the PNB podcast about black exploitation and like uh, just because that that genre was so open for fucking everything like mm-hmm. she man she turned out to be like one of the 70s coolest action stars Pam Greer oh no mm-hmm. doubt she sure yeah. did and you know what we just saw uh, we just saw it like maybe it was last night mm-hmm. um, and it, it's um, specifically about horror and uh, touches on you know women and horror but just horror and um, for black people what it was um, noir. Horror noir. Horror noir. Oh, yes. um, It's a documentary, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I heard about this. And it uh, takes from all these uh, different... you know, directors and, and, and cast members of uh, black people in horror movies. And mm-hmm. of course, it's like kind of orchestrated by um, uh, by Get Out's director. Um, Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and they're sitting in a theater and watching clips and this and that. And they interact. Oh, and like, awesome. yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Yeah. Well, just I, I did grab a clip of Jackie Brown because uh, Pam Greer has my favorite uh, utterance of the N-word. In the history of oh, cinema. Oh, yes. <laughs> and uh, I, I, yes, I didn't grab this clip last time, so I'm making up for it. Is that what I think it is? What do you think it is? I think it's a gun pressed up against my dick. <laughs> well, you thought right. Now take your hands from around my throat, nigga. Where she squeezing no, an extra kidding. syllable. No kidding, yeah. <laughs> and that scene's all in the dark, too. That, mm-hmm. that This movie is so fucking fun. I wish I, I there's a part of me that wishes I was over my fixation on Tarantino movies, but I always revisit them in different you know orders because they deserve it. You know, yeah, and, and, and especially this Brown. one, nobody mm-hmm. revisits this one as yeah. much as it deserves. How could you? It's right. so good. It's also one it's of my his favorite, real life people movies. It's my favorite Robert De Niro role. Oh, you know what yes. he should play yeah. a dumbass stoner because every time I hear him talk, <laughs> the president's a fucking I'm pig. <laughs> Very articulate, Bobby. We appreciate. Oh. It. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks. Thanks for the discourse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a great way to introduce the SAG Awards. Thank you, Mister. Um, uh, but yeah, Pam Greer, and I think, but most people know her from Jackie Brown, the nineteen, the unsung nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, uh, I think that's how movie. all of us that's like eighties yeah. nineties kids were like. Yeah, yeah. Pam Greer. I would have had no idea who she was. Yeah. Think, and then I didn't really see her again until she weirdly popped up on the L Word, and she has like a reoccurring character mm-hmm. role on there. Sounds like no, somebody didn't watch Mars Attacks. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, God, Mars she's Attacks. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, and Small um, uh, the bones. With Snoop Dogg? No, no. I, even though, yeah, we were t- <laughs> What'd you think about Oh my God. Um, but not coffee. John and- Carpenter's. Ghosts of Ghosts Mars. Of Mars. No, not Ghosts of Mars. I'm thinking of uh, the Escape from Thank LA. Thank you, Escape from LA. <laughs> oh, that's right. She plays uh, yes, um, a character from the first transgender no, no, no. person. A transgender person, but, but I can't remember if that was the role or not. You know, no, I just because it appears like at the very, very tail end, and mm-hmm. too much has happened, and your mind is reeling and like bursting. Mm-hmm. And the movie's too and then stupid. She comes There's out a lot. And she's amazing. <laughs> and the Rob Zombie song is too terrible. What? Running, baby. A run, lot happens in that movie. <laughs> 
I, yeah, your brain is like kind of melted. Yeah, yeah. Peter Fonda surfs. It's a ridiculous film. But she and Angela Davis kind of. I wonder. I, I, you know, they're both the most like amazing, charismatic women in um in cinema. And listen to the black exploitation episode about because I've only seen like. I can't remember which one I've seen, Coffee or Foxy Brown, but like, mm. but that the character she ended up establishing. Kevin, you worked in a movie store, mm-hmm. and whatever that era was, like when uh, when Jackie Brown came out, you know, I'm reading about it. It's a Tarantino movie. They talk about Pam Greer, a woman mm-hmm. I've never heard of, and they're talking about all these movies she was in. And I worked in a video store, and there's like this huge. Black line of cinema, I think it was called Soul Cinema line of, D- uh, of DVDs. Uh, yeah, sure. we've and got some of those. So yeah. we ended up getting like, you know, weird, awesome reissues of shit like Cooley High and stuff Absolutely. like, yeah. like but with special features. Flick, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and, and Coffee and, mm-hmm. and, and Foxy Brown came out again. And Sheba Baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known anything about it because, like, if you didn't hear the Black Exploitation episodes, other than the Amazon channel Brown Sugar, mm-hmm. yeah. those movies have fallen into like this weird level of like unavailability well and now they're kind of like having this resurgence i I think you know and i think you know tarantino really helped that too because then you saw movies like you know like this and you Mm -hmm. saw and you were like intrigued and it kind of like rebirthed this oh yeah um, black exploitation like resurgence and um and then um tarantino dynamite and all that you know kind of got you he has his issues but one of the things that i think everyone can be thankful for is his like a speech and reverence (laughs) his reverence for (laughs) film and like using that it's like so many people i know who are into film use his films as a gateway to the the source material um and that's something it's about a superhero team of hitmen yeah. <laughs> and he can build uh, it, like he can write a strong woman, you sure. know. And then and then he gets women who can be oh, that. Like, let's talk about Uma Thurman and Kill Bill. Oh yes. my god! No, let's talk about every woman in Kill Bill. Actually, yes. Daryl yeah, Hannah. Because right. uh, love uh, Daryl Hannah. I didn't that. remember She's that so scene. Good. We started watching it after uh, we were so angry at the Oscars. Yes. Uh, after <laughs> we we had to put on Kill Bill to cleanse Darryl our palate. And who's <laughs> Cottonmouth? It was um. <laughs> It's Vivica Fox. Oh my God, and Daryl Hannah. She should have been Black Mamba. No, okay, she <laughs> should have, right? She should have been motherfucking Black Mamba. Mm-hmm. But, and then but, also uh, Lucy Liu. Yes. No kidding. Yeah. She's Kylo Ren, I believe. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Definitely. She I, I know. I know my movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually, so um, but Lucy the, Liu's speech mm-hmm. uh, to the, is it the Yakuza, where she gets on the table and mm-hmm. chops off that guy's head? I actually, somehow, I have a clip from that in my iTunes, and it's part of my <laughs> is pump it your up. It's part of my pump up, like if I have to get pumped oh, up for a big God. thing for like work yes, or something. I think I have the I exact same thing, thing. Yes. because it's on the soundtrack. And That's it's like, where I got it from. That's right. I forgot an official Tarantino soundtrack track will have like lines of dialogue yes which is I only love like, that. I think everybody everybody my age on the Pulp Fiction soundtrack yeah mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. the speech Sam Jackson Ezekiel 25 7 it's a different it's an alternate mm-hmm. take of the one that's in the movie and like a couple oh, of words no are different mm-hmm. yeah it's infuriating because if you were Back before you got home a rhythm, video, man. Like back before home video, like I'd memorize the album version. I finally comes out on. I can buy the movie and watch yeah. it again. It, I don't know. We I'm fucking old. Actually, we should we should listen to a little bit of that speech yes, because let's do it. it's so good. And at the end, where she, the, where she ends with anyone has anything else to say, it's so perfect. As your leader, I encourage you from time to time, and always in a respectful manner, to question my logic. If you're unconvinced a particular plan of action I've decided is the wisest, tell me so. But allow me to convince you, and I promise you right here and now, 
No subject will ever be taboo, except, of course, the subject that was just under discussion. The price you pay for bringing up either my Chinese or American heritage as a negative is, I collect your fucking head. <laughs> now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now's the fucking time! <laughs> Sorry, I, I had goosebumps. Yes. Well, I was good. more. I, the clip I, I meant to get from this is just a, a scene, a small scene I forgot about. I hadn't seen the first kill. For some reason, I like the second one more, and I've seen that a the lot. The second one, I, mm, do I agree. Love I <laughs> enjoy them holistically. I refuse to treat them as two different movies. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I love always, them equally, I've and they're so different. But it's fine. Like, uh, Man, no yeah. kidding. And, yeah. But like. It, this, the moment she kills Vivica Fox and sees her daughter and is like, hey, uh, mm-hmm. if you have you a problem with this so in a couple of years, that, like, come, come find it. me. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, still around. she can do that. We can do that. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is so Michaela, good. you know, uh, Michaela Obama, is she like around? She could totally do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Paths, you know. um, and shit, who else did we have to talk about? Because um, I know who I want to talk about. Dude, if we're still talking about Tarantino, can I please mention please. Shosana from Inglorious Bastards? Probably my yeah. favorite oh heroine. Oh my God, you may. Yes, of course. burns God. down the theater yeah. and okay. kills all the, 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 the person who runs the movie theater can't oh, like say. <laughs> He's got a type, you know? <laughs> the fact that her like last words that she lives on in that film after she's been it's murdered. so fucking boss. Like, that spoke to me deep yeah. down. I was like, this is one of the greatest scenes in motion picture history. Oh, That's awesome. Right when Kevin's being arrested by a bunch of Disney lawyers. And he's, just, <laughs> he's, just, he's laughing on the screen as the <laughs> <laughs> But he goes Suck like, on this place. Disney. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really wanted to talk about uh, Sarah Connor oh, because yeah. it's the first one I thought of when it came to mind. I think it was because it was a, a weirdly influential movie for me. I wasn't allowed to see rated R movies, but my father thought it was important enough that I see mm-hmm. Terminator Good 1 mm-hmm. so he could take me to the theaters to see Terminator 2 in 1991. That's exactly the exact same that happened with me and my mom. She's like, you need to watch Terminator. You have to watch <laughs> Terminator. And every time I watch Terminator, I'm like, I'm a little bummed out because Terminator 2 like just blew my fucking head apart. Mm-hmm. And I, but I knew the yeah. story, and then mm-hmm. you go back, and it's like, it's this monster movie with this scared frightened little girl yeah and, and, and so weird to think of what a transformation she right. does them both so well she yes. you know so, um so loyally mm-hmm. and and i i kind of came up the opposite mm-hmm. way where um my parents were really i think kind of weirded out by showing us like certain things that were mm-hmm. a little too intense they they, they were worried about us mm-hmm. and um but then but then there's certain things that they throw in front of us and i was like what? yeah like and that was at terminator 2 with this bad kid and then and his mom is just and i think that my mom couldn't help but like just be like you know like skirt me on from a mm-hmm. tv be like you really need to learn this mm-hmm. like you need to it, be this it one. seems like yeah. a weird and then later years later i saw even though we all grew up it was a one. weird cultural milestone that all of our family like well you should yes. pro- you have yes. to see yeah. this movie yeah. everyone's yeah. talking about it and it's it's not it's, it, i always thought it was pg but I, it's it's seriously an r mm-hmm. it's yeah. a hard r it's mostly <laughs> yeah. because of her and i love and then it. she's blown away and you just see her like her skeleton like you know up like, against out, the like, fence, against the fence. Yeah. and well her, her going <laughs> to like murder so dyson like that is I, horrifying it, those are all it's the scenes you forget scene. about because there's no cg or yeah. like uh special effects but like mm-hmm. how fucking motivated she is to stop the end of the world mm-hmm. her performance in that scene is, honestly is like one of the best moments yeah. in yeah. that movie to me and when she realizes she's doing exactly what she's been trying to avoid like she is now the she's Terminator, Terminator. Yes. and her humanity comes back right. mm. I yes. mean that's just superb and then Miles Dyson gets one of my favorite death scenes oh yes <laughs> <laughs> 
boom. It's so good. That was boom. really good. Boom. It's so yeah. funny that that actor, uh, Joe Morton. Morton, gets that death scene because mm-hmm. if you look at his other acting roles, he is the biggest scene chewer in the <laughs> No kidding. He eats the scene. Like, but in that one, he's just like, He's I, just gone, you know? I remember you know? Bruce Spee it's saying, so hey, Jack, good, don't get stuff. dead. And like, dude, I just jumped off a moving bus. Leave yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> that might that be all right. does acting. <laughs> <laughs> but I found this, this this featurette that I, they made for a new edition of uh, Terminator 2. Because I was like, how did, what I think separates Linda Hamilton from someone like Sigourney Weaver is that Linda Hamilton was playing against type. She... My my mother helped me discover through Beauty and the Beast where she's like, oh my god, very yes. My dad calls that that move that show where everyone whispers. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just like that's the only way that we can identify in our house. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, Beauty and the Beast. And I think is... Ron Perlman and my mom just like you know had the had the hots you know. Yeah. So we, we learned vicariously through my yes. mom. Why is everyone, the hots why is okay, everyone so touching each other's hair? A little. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to braid. Haven't you ever looked at a lion and wanted to braid their hair? No, like not a lion. Yeah. That, Aslan did wonders, yeah. yeah. Aslan and the but Beast. And, that yeah, on a side note, that was a very like weird time where like I think people, maybe women, especially of our age, had have some animal feelings for animals, like the pr- Robin Hood, the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like one of my first crushes ever. That and is, then that Ron is, Perlman and Beauty and the Beast was like another thing where I was like, it's what? entrapment. Robin Hood is like Robin Hood is the lady version of Lola Bunny. It, it launched, yes. it launched every yes. kind of furry interest. <laughs> a thousand percent. Oh yes. my god. Yeah. yeah. And but, I was so disappointed when the Beast turned into a human. Like, yeah, me too. I was like, no, keep him the way he was. Is that the show ended? No, no, no. In Beauty and the Beast. Oh, in the cartoon. Also very oh Stockholm syndrome and movie, real yes. life or yeah. the real life version <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the real people oh version. yeah the Downton Abbey guy way God. less hot than the actual God beast because we're gonna have to talk about in thirty twenty ten eventually how the fuck did the Ron Perlman Linda Hamilton we, we are gonna end? have to talk about because it it's like it's airing right now as we're talking about so it, I was but, when I was thinking yeah. about Terminator two I thought that was interesting that this is a oh, li- yeah, Linda funny. Hamilton is against type that's mm-hmm. I think part of why it's so cool if you do remember her from the first movie this is a huge transformation and like how did that fucking happen like uh, yeah, James Cameron had married her, so of course he wrote the, the coolest role. But that's not true. They were both coming off of divorces and got oh, together because of this movie. No kidding. Okay. And he and there's I found this feature out of him talking about it, and I just huh. I loved his description because Linda Hamilton kind of doesn't. She's gonna be in the new Terminator, which Ooh, I'm excited I've heard about. about that. But the last Terminator oh, was the that. worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh my. And Terminator Genesis. And I want to support it. I want to support that. I want to support Alien mm-hmm. Covenant. Mm-hmm. I want to support all these ones that are like coming out and trying again. But I want them to really try. Man. Yeah, I just, exactly. I just, here's what I want. They don't like, deserve your loyalty if they're good. not. Going yeah. <laughs> you okay. get the money that you're scooping for, like by being a shitty version of a really wonderful version. Yeah. Being good is one thing, but uh, if your movie deals with time travel. And your goal is to undo uh, the events of the, every other movie that came before the better ones. In other words, <laughs> fuck you, Genesis. Time travel is so tricky. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. hard. It's, it's just it's a hard. hard not, it's hard topic. not to fuck it so up. H- him, him talking about yeah. like that. Linda. The Flash. He he said he was considering like writing it without her because he wasn't sure like if she was going to come back. John Connor doesn't matter because no one mm-hmm. knows who he is yet. Uh, and hearing James Cameron talk about like, well, here's what I was thinking of doing. I just didn't. Linda had some thoughts, though. John Connor was a blank slate at that point, and they already had locked up Arnold. So really, Linda was the one variable. I didn't want to recast it. That would have been nuts. I would have just written a different story. But if Linda was in, then I would center the story around her. Because as the survivor at the end of the first film, it all hinged on her and her relationship with her son. I called Linda. She didn't want to be the little waitress that she played the first time. 
She said, I want to be crazy. Good morning, Dr. Silverman. How's the knee? <laughs> so that was all Linda then. Linda yes. was like responsible for. Well, she wanted to be nuts huge and like. Transformation. I, I wouldn't like. I'm a that guy. Made the movie. Maybe I don't have the same view that you do, but she was fucking scary and mm-hmm. uh, like. Oh, even oh yeah. Rewatching it as a kid, like you're about to fuck this whole thing up. God, you crazy person. <laughs> oh my god. And, but yeah, she like trained with like Israeli fighting units and yeah. like just watching it her sure clean is, a man. gun like now. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Well, and I think that's one of the things that we do get from our women badasses Mm -hmm. that I think a lot of male protagonists and badasses don't get is that a lot of times we do get journeys that men don't. Like we do get to see women go from like one place where they're more vulnerable to a, a learning state where they get to another place where now they can take care of themselves. Like the end or of Greece. now they can exactly. <laughs> it per, that is exactly what I was thinking of. I had no, I had no right to belittle your point like that. But, but thank you. I'm making fun of Greece. <laughs> <laughs> we're I'm making, making the point. Yeah. I was about to start crying okay. and make an impassioned speech, but we're good for your jokey joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the expense of Greece, I tell you. Uh, but yeah, like these women often do go on these journeys. We don't get to see that a lot of times like people generally male protagonists are already a badass right. at a time mm-hmm. or what happens f- at the end of the first movie a, yeah and it's that's like a fun interesting story but it's different from what we see from a lot of women we also get to see women like have more sides because they are able to be vulnerable at some points and you know badasses also like it's a more it's a multifaceted look at like what it means to be a badass it's almost more realistic yeah yeah, and well, and and I don't know. I love that movie's really good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just a tiny little cul-de-sac from that yeah. one. And I always tell Kevin this, but one mm. one movie that kind of um, uh, Mila Kunis and um, Book oh. of Eli, mm. and it's one that like I you know just happened to watch it. I ran it from Video Twenty One, and uh, uh, he um, so. In the movie, so it's a post-apoc kind of thing, and he's, uh, you know, the, the, everyone's trying to, everyone covets the Bible, because mm-hmm. that's the, you know, it's this book of power, you know, and so, and books in general are nowhere to be found. Anyway, so Mila Kunis, uh, she she starts out in this small kind of little, like, post-apoc town. It's kind of like a, um, not Watertown, what, what's um, in, anyway. Bartertown. Bartertown, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and anyway, so she uh, she starts out being kind of like, it's it's kind of deserty so she's barely wearing anything mm-hmm. um and then she as she uh hooks up with uh eli uh denzel washington's character then she goes through this transformation of putting on more clothes mm. every scene she <laughs> has more clothes on mm-hmm. and on and it's mila kunis like in her like kind of heyday you know right. of, of like you know when she's she's all over the place and she's just beyond gorgeous and everything but that they they put her you know she she kind of like has her hair sort of covered up her eyes or her face is covered up by these big glasses you know her and then by the end of it mm-hmm. um the final scene is her donning um his uh his you know sort of gun angel wings you know um and and having his big trench coat and she's like and you cannot barely even see her mm-hmm. for and it was just it it struck me really hard for being such like you know she, you never quite well maybe you see her in like some kind of like fighting shots or something like that but i've never seen a movie where they progressively clothed the woman yeah and clothed her to be and and, and armed her yeah and cloaked her and everything it's like it's like let's make you a badass and then there, she's given like a chain piece and like mm-hmm. you know and like a sword you know so yeah, yeah. which is that's fine you know but it's um or whether it's whether it is or isn't I was impressed by that. Yeah. And that was the only time that I ever kind of like noted that movie. But we can, you know, go anyway that you um, don't you don't get to see that a lot. Yeah. And it does it there's an interesting conversation to be had there about a lot of these movies are done through the male gaze G A Z E. You're welcome. <laughs> 
not the gays, <laughs> but the male gays, Jay-Z. Um, and like, you know, that some a lot of times does take me out of like a action movie or something where I see someone running in heels or like, you know, like fighting in, you know, underwear sometimes or whatever. It just doesn't seem very realistic. And I am always appreciative of those movies where, like, a woman is not seen as a sexual being necessarily, like, when she's fighting. Like, one of the best examples of that, I feel like, is Furiosa in Mad Max Furiosa. Like, she's not only, like, shaved head, but also an amputee. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and unarmed and still. It's not a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) De-armed. De-armed would be the actual thing. But yeah, I mean, she act. She's just like such a badass. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? Uh, where um, I I think uh, so many people got that. So we were talking about like kind of like uh, like turning uh, sex appeal on its ear mm-hmm. and what that is for women. So like you know like we all grew up with Jessica Rabbit and mm-hmm. who is also a badass. True. Yeah. Um. You know she is both. Mm-hmm. Um. But then you have she's more than 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 she seems. She's playing every fucking side of that movie <laughs> in the right way. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's she on the she's right. Smart. Mm-hmm. She's. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like what it's rarely ever talked about from that angle. But she knows exactly what's. She's the only character who knows exactly what's happening at every point of the point of the movie Damn, right. and playing right. every side wow. and protecting Rod. Wow. And, and yeah. taking the heat for a bunch of shit she did. She's ahead do. of the game with everybody and she's yeah. trying to orchestrate it and, yeah. and kind of get it. It's like, you guys need to get your shit together. Let me help you goofballs. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, and, and honestly, like, so it makes me think of Jessica Rabbit because she formed a lot of mm. everybody's sexuality yeah, and, and, and America balls and overseas. And, yeah. and then, the um, but really, um, <laughs> Sarah Connor and in, in, uh, mm. in uh, Terminator 2, mm-hmm. like, Formed, mm-hmm. avidly formed mm-hmm. my uh, my sexuality as a, as a kid too, mm-hmm. and uh, and as an adult, and similarly, like kind of right on the like I guess the heels of um, Batman um, too. Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Pfeiffer is being like incredibly. She's mm-hmm. every punny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's incredibly punny. Full of puns. Very mm-hmm. sexual for me. And very, very sexual. And she's, you know, and she's a powerhouse. And then she had this, um, I just want to say real quick, th- this one line in it, that's, I, I get it. It's a double-edged sword. But mm-hmm. it, it, again, also for mm-hmm. me, kind of shaped me was that moment where the, the, the young girl is accosted and it's her first time out in the world as, as Catwoman. And uh, this woman's accosted and she beats up the guy, you know, and then she, and then the girl's like, thank you, my God, you saved me. And she, and she shoves her up against the wall and said, you make it so easy, don't don't you? And I thought, and mm. I was like eight, and mm-hmm. th- that blew my brains out. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa! I kind of like I couldn't believe she talked to that woman that way, and she was like, and yeah. She, but but but, and she, you know, whatever it may be said of like the victim shaming yeah. kind of situation, yeah. and yeah. that's you know, she's just a woman. I was walking home. I'm so sorry, man. Right. But um, but the idea of like you can be stronger than you think you mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. You you have this in you. Well, and to go back you. to and Mad Max Fury Road, like and I I want to be clear when I was talking about Furiosa and like she's just not presented as like a sexual being necessarily. She's just a straight badass. Mm-hmm. She's but the women children. but the women that she rescues are mm-hmm. also fucking badasses yeah. and they're beautiful and sexual too. Just for doing what they're doing. They're, and then the at the end act. they're like complicit in their leave. own rescue. Yeah. Like that's, sacrificing themselves and, that's, and sometimes that's the crazy and, and I think I'm sure someone has pointed out before and maybe you know the Mad Max movies better than me, but like mm-hmm. Does Mad Max need to be in that movie? No. Because, like, other than the beginning and how we're introduced to Morton Joe, like, 
He doesn't really do much other than like it almost seems like dangerous. it could be another Let me get this movie car the, and they let me get this car the a mud. Mad Max movie for the name almost. <laughs> right. And I guess like, that's where it caught all its blood. But at that time yeah. the name meant really? nothing. Interesting. It should be the Furiosa movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like or started a new trilogy or something like that. Instead, like we just have to sit here and fucking wait because it's caught up in legal battles. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were gonna like uh <laughs> what what was the, they are coming up with a new uh Furiosa train mm-hmm. of movies. Are they? Right? Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, because it's that's exciting. Like, right after that, she followed up, dude. Someday uh, we need to get everyone at this table up to date on the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh yeah, but she I, she I plays so in and out of that. She today. plays the villain in the latest one. Really, she's she does. Awesome. Yes, oh, yes. Man. Because the, the movie we saw right after Mad Max Fury mm-hmm. Road was was one which I don't know that a lot of people saw, but it was Atomic Blonde. Badass. And that yes. movie was fan. God. I loved that movie. Charlize and she Theron was amazing. Has done so much for men, yeah. for women, and some. Yeah, yeah. Girl. that is weird. She she sort of won the Oscar and then kind of like wrote her ticket to a different kind of role because I think you were mm-hmm. making fun upstairs like come a long way from Devil's Advocate like, yeah <laughs> oh my god and this, the astronaut's wife this, these uh, movies were she would play the wife of somebody yeah, she just yeah. the whole time important. crying and then uh, stripping naked and it's like uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, okay, where she was just she was just sad all yeah, mm-hmm. she, she, yeah she ripped her eyebrows off became a serial killer got an Oscar and then decided like I'm gonna play nothing but I'm gonna play Never going to play that type of woman ever again. Mm-hmm. And, and, and whatever the hell you want to call her kind of woman in Arrested Development. Monster Great and what role. was it? North um, North Country. North Country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monster. Oh, my God. Even even the, a different kind of monster in like the horrible Prometheus. Mm. Where she just like the, you know, the, the corporate we, creep. I she's playing the Paul Reiser character. But, we, <laughs> but yeah, no, and she, she, the, she's totally stiff and mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and but she's she's kind of had the she she's the least favorite of yeah. both his children and hard least favorite yeah. you know um and though, though she's been the most loyal and the most loyal to mm-hmm. his cause and mm-hmm. and yet she's just like you know get lost uh, yeah. like what, what if that movie was what if Mad Max was a Furiosa movie and like fuck like it's because I forget what the legal entanglements are but they're like apparently 20 years old because they should have moved forward with another Mad Max at this I point mean, it's been half a decade Mad mm-hmm. Max is a like Fury Road is a Furiosa movie yeah. it's just Mad Max to get people into the theater I think it's so, but like that's probably I, don't know, I do the, love it as like because you know there's this like it's always a big chase scene you know, yeah. it's a big chase yeah. and I love that that um that Oh, uh, Henry Miller doesn't have to that his Mad Max George that Max Miller, George oh, oh, oh George Miller I'm sorry excuse me George Miller does it um have to Max doesn't have to he can play second fiddle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and still be like I still loved his performance I, he still felt to me integral mm-hmm. uh, to it and and that um and that he just didn't you got to see this part where. He, and he's always kind of second fiddle in somebody else's story. Mm-hmm. It's somebody else's mm-hmm. story. He's never really, he's just kind of I like, suppose. like wandering mm-hmm. along, yeah. happens upon something that's already one. happening. And then, and then plays a part in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's um, integral to them getting out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, saving themselves. And this one is just kind of like, like that's, right out the gate. That's There's probably, no intro, just that's goes. a good point. Yeah. Cause I he, mean, he does, he doesn't, yeah, he always stumbles upon mm-hmm. another group, uh, another group of people surviving uh, the Outback Holocaust. He's a part of everyone's. Story. <laughs> I would love if that if Furiosa though became mm-hmm. like started a trend where it's just a passing of the torch. I mean, it's time for a new James Bond. It's time for a new. As much as it pains me to hurt that say this mm-hmm. in my heart, it's time for a new Mission Impossible. No, 
Don't say <laughs> that. Don't say I, okay. I stand forever well, for Tom Cruise. For this stuff. I, like, I think true. he's like, mummified. And I think he's just, already like, shooting. his body around the plane. He's like, already shooting point. the next three like, ones. But it works hard. No offense to Tom. But he I'm, works really hard mm. at that stuff. I'm down obviously. for like an Esther Hunt or a huh? uh, Jane Bond. And, Girl, you know, like you know, Esther Hunt? I didn't know she'd have such a cool name. Athena. Athena. Yeah, there you go. I was trying to think of another lady name Edie Hunt would you uh, prefer that I am going to get you for well, your birthday a customized jersey that says it on the back Team Esther Hunt please do please do and, uh, no I mean they're hard I mean and uh, I think uh, James Bond is having a hard enough time letting a black man be James Bond right they, well, they, I mean let alone a woman my god this guy's a jump shit I can see you know? I mean it's an uphill battle considering the kerfluffle but over over a block. Ghostbusters get a new oh, we never forget I was like I want to view that controversy as silly as we like when Daniel Craig was cast and like Bond can't be blonde like who said like, you fucking idiot that's, yeah, like, that, that's the dumbest thing we've ever argued over as a culture Wait, like, no, honestly what? I feel like like women deserve their own movies like sure. I don't see why they like remake old properties girl, with yeah. women oh, I called you girl it's fine. girlfriend yes girl yes I'm scared <laughs> enough of my masculinity you can call me a woman um, but yeah I feel like women deserve their own movies they don't have to yeah. constantly like yeah. rework movies that were Filled with male characters, but it's so strange. Every I, time they do that, they have to reach elsewhere to another property because like, this film's not good. At it. I mean, that was fantastic. Atomic doing Blonde, yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do. Finish that freaking franchise. It's been mm-hmm. tired for decades. And Mary, uh, Proud Mary, I think was mm. trying to do that. Yeah. As well. I meant to see Proud yep. Mary. Yeah, oh. was it good? Uh, Oh, no, honestly, no. We, we were super excited. We didn't get to see it yet either, but mm. um, we, we really want... And I think that they're trying to do that new trend, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to... Like, you know what? We're not going to be a part of your boys' club. We're going to make our own club. Forget mm-hmm. about it. You know, we're we're out of here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't think it was like... Uh, maybe it was more successful than I think it was, but um, but it, it paves the way, you know. Yeah. And then you'll have a, a better one. I think that they were trying to recreate a coffee kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These two is coming with like uh, Captain Marvel and <laughs> Wonder Woman. It's like they're starting to, yes. that's, that's, and these things oh are going to be huge. Yeah. So, that's so exciting. Yeah. Captain, Captain Marvel. Mar- I'm so excited to jump on that Captain Marvel train. Me I'm too. Too. That she has. Really mm. excited so about that, that. That fear the studios had that men aren't going to go see female-led superhero movies. Yeah, it's like, you haven't been around for me for me yelling about that, but the female-led superhero movies that have come before he's like what about Catwoman and Supergirl like Uh, you can't take the stupidest fucking movie that you didn't take seriously (laughs) to begin with like there are people wearing the same clothes in multiple shots in Catwoman I've noticed that like it's ridiculous it's one of the poorest made films Mm -hmm. I've ever seen and Supergirl has more shots of a Popeye's chicken Than it does of the fucking villains. Dude. So it was oh. like you didn't give a shit about this, and mm-hmm. that's why it sucks. It's exactly. not because of like the central figure, and like it's mm-hmm. it's such an unfair thing to judge something. And so thank God Wonder Woman came out. Yeah, and yes. Was well, yes. It's because I think though, like for things like this, like Hollywood is inherently conservative mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. don't want to branch out, and it's much easier to conceive of let's just gender flip something right. instead yeah. of gambling a whole new thing. And the, the point I was trying to make is that they, they're not really like going forward with women-led projects. They're looking for other mediums that have pioneered women-led shit. So they're mm-hmm. going, they're looking to comics mm-hmm. and whatever the fuck Atomic Blonde is based on. I guess it seems like a comic. Yeah, it's a comic. Yeah, it's like, well, graphic. I'm sure there's original That's script out here, like, but we're not going to take that kind of risk. We want a tested, proven thing. So they're right. looking to every other medium to improve this before they do and that's stupid mm-hmm. and that's and that's dumb yeah 
Quentin well, Tarantino can't do everything. He can't, <laughs> he can't show you how every genre is worth tackling or every style of story storytelling is worth. He only makes like one movie every nine years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Captain, I, I, I hadn't even thought of Captain well, Marvel. Then, we, you know, that, that makes me think mm-hmm. of that since you were talking about, oh yeah, so Captain Marvel, but I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it made me think of the, uh, you know, you were talking about um, him, uh, uh, Tarantino leading into, and then made me think of, oh, that new Star Trek that he's doing. That made me think of, oh my God, Star Trek Discovery. So. Mm-hmm. so now you have a black woman at the right. head of the ship and, right. you know, I'm a, I'm a Janeway freak, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I love, sure. love her. She's the best captain. She's mm-hmm. the smartest, most capable, like, you know, not going to take your shit captain. But I haven't seen Discovery yet. So um, that's kind of like, yeah. I, 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 Everybody I should be watching the Orville instead. Seriously. Oh, that's that's really? Yeah, that's what we've been doing. The last episode, no, the last great. two episodes were like, were like, a yeah. high point in television. It was insane. I cannot wow. believe we what happened. We spent our show. weekend watching it. <laughs> did. I want to see yeah. them both, really but I've good. always I've heard so much about so much more about Discovery and, and nothing about Orville. Like nobody, I've, I've, heard I've watched the same it. amount of episodes for both, and I I like them both equally. I'm but not totally caught up shows. on either of them. So. Orville is stealing next gen, <laughs> like oh, very a hundred percent. And Discovery is trying to make this new head. Next gen is one of my favorite that, television shows. <laughs> Can we talk about the Borg Queen from uh, oh First Contact? God! As far as yes! badass women, I mean, no kidding. She, she is a woman. She's the Borg Queen, oh. right? Yeah, yeah, she's all woman. Sexiest albino mm. of all time. We yeah, veiny and oh, mm-hmm. gotcha. and constantly and slimy. Yeah. <laughs> right, constantly yep. slimy, seducing yeah. poor old Data. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Data. Poor Data. <laughs> and, well, yeah, his, his self. And what what could be freakier to like this poor geeky dude that just hangs out with his brother Jordy mm-hmm. and just you know like you know then um you know his and more boy. more not so much brotherly black man but like his bro like no. you are my brother person In my caregiver anyway. <laughs> So, um, and then, um, and then the being, you know, sexually self-actualized by this like thing, like that's like, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like part woman, part like, like, uh, yes, yeah, steel spine. Yeah. Oh, yes. cli- like, I wasn't sure what you were doing with banister. this. It felt like a sassy yeah. drag queen move that you're saying. <laughs> she, uh, like, and she was shaking it? your um, finger. <laughs> what, what's her, um, that actress's name? Oh, like, I can't Anna remember Keel. off the top of my head. She was uh, in Ghost Story. She, yeah, she's but, the mom on Who's the Boss. I could have this yeah, totally but, wrong. Um, she just died. That's a great mention, man. Yeah, <laughs> and she is. Yeah, very, and she's quiet. Mm-hmm. Well, she's quiet and strong, and mm-hmm. you don't usually get to have that well, with a lot of that's what roles. I like the best about um, one of my favorite franchises ever which is the Dang girl God. with the yeah. dragon tattoo mm. franchise oh, Lizbeth no, Salander yeah. is like the yes. one of our biggest badasses of like modern culture no doubt. And yeah. from the books to the I saw all the Swedish movies that they did and then Personally, the American I one those, yeah. I, I love them both actually they're, they're both good. I haven't seen yeah, the most Romy's recent great. one with Claire Foy um, but yeah I'm a huge fan of those and also talking about like being quiet being understated she's not yeah. super flashy but when she For has sure. to take it out she does and it's a fucking, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But you know, one of the both terrifying, and yeah. that's a big thing for for um for these these strong women in horror mm-hmm. is that they are terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like to me, even Nancy and and like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, she scares me. Mm-hmm. Like whenever she yells at this guy to stay awake, and what the fuck is wrong with you? Stay awake, stay awake. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah. You know, like I mean, but I'm, I'm like, I respond. You know, I'm like, I'm like Dwight from the office. I'm like, yes, ma'am. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> And I mean, like, I don't know if we wanted to, like, keep this just to cinema, but I mean, to look for, like, some amazing Mm. female badasses, all we have to do is look at HBO, because, Mm. I mean, they're giving us some of our strongest female characters in, like, 
for a long time, actually. I mean, look at Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like it, every single kind of female badass is represented in Game of Thrones right now. Mm-hmm. And I it really makes an interesting conversation, too, because I want to make a space in the conversation to talk about how uh, women badasses doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that they're just acting like men. Here's with bitter. They Ginsburg. don't have to just have like the <laughs> yes. male characteristics yes. of like being muscular mm. and like kicking ass, like literally. Like there uh, are uh, shooting an arrow you know into another arrow. Let's see and, a no, lady no, do kick, that. And, and, and in response to that, and, you know, to, to piggyback on that, can mm-hmm. I kick it to Showtime mm-hmm. for? Um, Nobody does this. Penny Dreadful. Oh, oh shit. Penny Dreadful. Eva really? Green. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kevin's, not Kevin's seen uh, that. you know, other woman. Oh. Oh my <laughs> god. And she and she is she's poised. Yeah. She doesn't engage in the action so much, mm-hmm. but she um she is the most terrifying powerhouse <laughs> of power and mm-hmm. authority ever. Because she has, you know, a demon inside her. She oh, has a pure okay. evil inside her. It is one of the best because it's all about recreating oh, sorry, the yeah. um uh the the old, all the, the the monsters the, of the Penny Dreadfuls that mm-hmm. are kind of tired in cinema. They've been working really hard the past century, mm-hmm. um, you know. So now they're trying to be recreated, and and it does a phenomenal job of it. So mm-hmm. and she's phenomenal in it, and she's um, it's not many women in it, but they come to the and also Billy Piper as oh Lily. My God. Yeah, don't Thank forget you, about Billy her. Piper. Yeah, so we're nuts not, about. I've not her. seen this. It's like the like oh, I walked yeah. in a room and it was playing. Piper. Like what the. Like it's Penny Dreadful. I'm like, I gotta check that out. Oh, and then the man. world happened to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And then and then they have a whole season about um witches mm. and, right. and the witches. Okay, I'm here the witches for that. Show. Which made me think of Buffy. Are like you made... the most horrifying creatures. They are mm-hmm. just absolutely phenomenal. And and they're not. So now these creatures are um they they are kind of sexy, kind of sexual. They but naked. um but they and they are naked. But they are absolutely like, like they're, they're all scarred and burned with mm. you know their um uh symbols and that sort of thing the cat-like and like eyes yeah cat like yeah. there it's it's absolutely horrific but again going back to like these incredibly powerful women yeah. that are also <laughs> terrifying to behold yeah um and also speaking specifically to witches too we did a whole episode on oh. witches over during oh. october for oh. halloween i haven't month. seen sabrina yet does she count oh, oh yes like, she's so it's done so i've read the comic oh that's based on awesome she's Stay pretty so, close she, uh, talk I, about I, the like apex of using your badass femininity and not having to resort to like masculine attributes to describe a person's badassness i can, because... fix, I can fix a vcr with my dick i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> i love that like i'm I'm not trying to picture it. I'm just saying. I'm like, oh, that's useful. A, that's useful. Yeah. Like a, a tubby man with his hands on his hips. In like, 2019, like, now with my hands only with my dick, and I fix a VCR. In I did not know that your dick was like a Phillips head, but yeah. good to know. <laughs> yeah, but see, it, what's, it, it's not what on the outside; it's what's inside. That joke deserved more from <laughs> okay, you. Sorry, my internals going to tell you. My dick is tiny enough to turn screws, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Holy smokes, folks! I'm on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> might have been saying I don't know um, <laughs> and I, yes quick shout out to Buffy because I heard Buffy was like oh, the original yeah, badass yeah, but it, like she sure. I swear it, the show is a little too filled with 90s attitude to be to hold up perfectly but the show's awesome yeah and After she the, still gets to be a teenage girl during mm-hmm. it too like that's important as well she's a huge I, I'm, I'm not I'm not personally like a, except when they go to college. a big Buffy fan but I, she is enormous mm-hmm, icon for mm-hmm. um in that in a what was it? Serenity? What's the Firefly? Um, oh, Firefly. Yeah. Firefly. Mm-hmm. People really super yep. identify with um, mm-hmm. 
the the Summer Glow. Yeah, and, and, and also Gina Torres. An, another Terminator. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. She was an eventual Terminator in the Terminator show. Summer Glow was. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. wow. like that okay. weirdo ballet skill makes her like a really kind of kick-ass ninja robot because uh, she's her background is ballet. Yeah, and I don't know. I love Serenity. I love part of Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm. Uh, again, Terminator Two. I don't know that I need anything more than that. And <laughs> I'm terrified. So my like wheelhouse in cinema and TV mm-hmm. uh, is not super action or horror forward. So like a lot of when Ooh. we were talking about this, like a lot of the people that I were think I was thinking of mm-hmm. were like women not in those roles, but were still badasses like in their personal life. And I think a lot about Brenda from um, Six Feet Under, yeah. played by. Um, Australian oh, and the lady. Matilda actress, Rachel Griffin. Yes. Yeah. 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 And she's just like she's so, she's such a badass because she's so in control of her own life. She's still feminine, but she's like very like sexually and professionally and in almost every way control in control of her own life. And she's like in control of the people around her and the men around her. And it's like, that was one of the first like female life badasses who's who weren't like fighting aliens or terminators yeah, she just that i like looked to and, and i was like yeah, yeah. i looked <laughs> to and i was like oh my god look at this woman who's like really in control of everything kind of same way of um meryl streep's character in Driver, yeah the devil wears prada and if you watch damages glenn close's character oh, in that no. too is like also a supreme badass and like a master of her own destiny as an attorney you know and she's Fucking assassinating people and <laughs> you should have like, won the Oscar for that. Yeah, yeah. And somehow, like, like you know, it kind of paved the way for uh, like, like Orange is a New Black right. and all these shows that are just about women Man, kind of being, you know, like strong and mm-hmm. and 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 show or was, mean. That show passing, was so excellent passing before the it went off the rails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn that. Genji, what's her name? Genji Cohen. She only has two good seasons she has two in her. To th- ever. Two to three good seasons in her, and then her shows go <laughs> yeah. fucking nuts. It's true. And, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. Weeds Weeds was pretty badass for no, like Until it yeah. sucked. Yeah, until, <laughs> until it was, it was not worst. good. Yeah. So Veronica Mars was pretty good. Oh, yes. I, like, yes. I wanted to bring that up when we mentioned Buffy. Veronica oh. Mars is one of my favorite television one, programs one of, the of all greats, time. One of man. See, I never so saw good. it. It almost, I don't. I, you got to talk to my ex. We're still friends, but like I turned it on to start watching. I'm like watching Veronica Mars, and it started this huge fight where she was against oh. Veronica Mars for oh. some reason. Where like, are we gonna break up if I keep watching Veronica Mars? <laughs> okay, I won't. Uh, and I'm like, what was that Why? about? It was I don't know. It was like eight years oh, ago. I have to. Insane. I'm like text her like, what was your problem with Veronica Mars? Did you need some awesome closure on that, Chris. Can we I, do an episode about? That? Yeah. yeah, my pants were fastened. <laughs> we I wasn't. Did she think? I, I wasn't ringing the, the bell. Rope. I know what you're trying to accuse me of. Fixing a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did she think the Rob face. Thomas was the <laughs> smooth <laughs> Rob Thomas? Because that's a common mistake. No. Different guy. And I just I want to oh, mention goodness. super quick to, um because we were talking about Sabrina and there's this new um God I'm not sure which uh where it originates from but I, it's it's um south Af- or uh, south american or something like that it's called bruja or it's called um uh, or something like it, uh, it's it's called um like. A witch in forever, t- a witch forever, Ooh. or something. like It's on Netflix, uh-huh. and it's and it's um, it's, it's Spanish. Um, you know, okay. And so oh, it's also oh. yeah, yes, Bruja, like B R O U H A, or no, B R. I'm sorry, it's J A. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, J A. Yes. So, so not like American. It's, it's like, like a witch yes. like, yes. forever. Yes. Um, yes. Oh, yes. it's um, 
well, anyway, so um, but but that's another one that's mm-hmm. kind of like a really unique one that I think will hopefully Netflix keeps it around for a minute. But yeah. it's something worth checking out because mm-hmm. it's a Always time do. travel and it's it's a, a a black witch. Oh, um, so mm. she's black, um, right. And she's in this role. Like, I mean, wh- you know, when do you ever get that? Unless she's like the kind of um, American uh, horror story. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, unless she's yeah American mm. horror story, you get that. But unless oh. she's kind of like a side character that's yeah. just there to be. Um, the uh, the the native witch doctor lady, uh, gotcha. you know, yeah. uh, and, but um, but no, she's the the primary in mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. yeah, one of the other badass women that so we started watching this uh, television program with my stepson because mm-hmm. we just feel like it's a good time to How introduce it he? to him. He's tw- he'll be twelve. Soon. Okay, okay, oh, damn. and I was so movie wise, like yeah, oh god, what's yeah. he got? You got like months left before he hits us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Agent Scully is an ultimate badass. Agents, oh, for X Files. Yes. yes, yes. Oh God, you have to. That's yeah, uh, but my buddy. Was, she's on a new. He's on a new show like Sex Therapy. Yes, Sex Therapy. Oh, sex no Therapy. Kidding. Yeah, American God. She's no media, Sex Education. Yeah. Sex Education. And he's also, oh, okay, I didn't know about that. The movie where she's hunting the serial killer. It's a British murder show that we watched a bunch of. Mm-mm. And I will I tell you that name in one second. <laughs> but yeah, Scully really, I think. Uh, Formed it, yeah, no yeah. nonsense, and um, and then you know, formed as she went. Yeah, they and... stumbled a few times early on. Like, what was it? Oh my gosh, what was the name of that episode? Well, what happened in the episode? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. where there's the um guy who's really into cutting off chicks' fingers. Oh yeah, uh, uh, the death fetishist. Um, irresistible is the name of the episode. That's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, she's a she's like creeped out by seeing. Bodies. I mean, she's what? a. Isn't she like a more she's she's a medical a examiner? I don't yeah. Think she oh, was this early on? Uh, uh, um, a field pathologist. Yeah, yeah. Medical uh, examiner. Yeah, yeah and they yet they develop. open up a coffin and you know there's a body that's been defiled mm-hmm. and that's she's really weird. like that's like the first episode like, like, where I'm, they do that. Yeah, and I want right. to say it was like early on. It might have been she, first or second. It's like we're always in the first episode. Yeah, she's always the first one that wants to alien something with his finger. And of course, she gets kidnapped and Mulder has to save her. In every episode, she wants to exhume a body. So that does not track exactly. for me. <laughs> like, like, like the second or third time through watching the series, I was like, that's not Scully at yeah. all. Who is this character? She plays the biggest badass, though, also in The Fall. And I highly recommend it. I've if, heard really good no. things. Yeah. yeah. It's a, one. one of those British murders where she's like yeah. stalking this guy who sounds really similar to that, where you like, murders ladies and like paints their nails and there's scary mannequins involved it's like washes their hair you know yeah. how british murder shows of always course, go for like the grossest weirdest stuff like Not. yeah Mm-mm. it's it's like oh they found a teacup in her vagina it's a very british murder <laughs> yeah exactly very fully intact exactly like he's like with a little plate and everything yes and two biscuits in her mouth it's so weird two lumps yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah she is such a badass in that too can we turn this over to the audience so we can deal with this tornado that's apparently coming oh yeah yeah definitely <laughs> but tell us who we miss for female badass uh kev Cass, where can people see more of you I-, I always recommend following the cap city video lounge uh facebook because it's just a yes. funny f- most of the shit i share on oh, the latest on facebook yeah. comes we're from on there instagram anyway. as well mm-hmm. i should be better about Twitter. Mm-hmm. We do exist on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That is the thing. Mm-hmm. But um, Instagram, Kevin posts amazing. He really mans the Facebook page, and it's fantastic. And I man the just uh, great the art. Instagram. Like, yeah. just I'll never get over the Drake, the Drake Jackie Chan meme pointing at guns. No. Wait, oh yeah, matter. but the, the thing <laughs> that you should check oh, out is yes. Cap City Video Lounge. That's mm-hmm. how you can identify. 
on mm-hmm. on Facebook and on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter, you know, if you want to see us not do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but Capsi Video Lounge, we post new stuff every day. We'll have a Patreon account soon yes. so cool. that people can um, I yes. enjoy us whether they're here for our reopening in April or not. Cool. Yeah, so. Sweet. And you can follow uh, us at, at, at some of those places, but patreon.com slash laser time. Oh, also, is made po- oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Trash Cinema Collective. Trash Cinema Collective. What's the next movie? Um, in March, we're showing Bloody Birthday. Ooh. Yeah, Why are you a, smiling so much? Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know Ju- you know Julie Brown, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, she's like naked in it, and it's outstanding. Uh, <laughs> but also, okay, and there's three little kids. <laughs> Three little kids. They were born Dude. during. It's really incredible. They were born during a lunar eclipse. All three of them. Ten mm. years later, they go on a killing spree. Oh, okay. Okay. So they're killing all the people in the neighborhood. Their parents getting more weapons. Two it's... boys and a girl, and they and they frame themselves as being totally like like they hate each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're like they have this whole guise, and they're great at it. And mm. then we're and then we come to see like, holy shit, those kids are friends. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then it gets crazy. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, oh, Got to get you guys and back. Kevin's always posting talk. reviews and that sort of thing. We're going to get back into Rotten Reviews where we film and do that sort of thing. So, yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, dude. Uh, awesome. And patreon.com slash laser time is how you guys make this a reality. Uh, yeah. We keep the show going, keep the equipment up, keep, keep people getting paid. Uh, we do thank you guys so much for that. Hopefully, we trying to bring back our watching a movie with you guys thing. Once yeah. we get yes. out of YouTube <laughs> jail. Once we get out of YouTube jail, uh, that'll happen. But uh, until then, you can check out the YouTube <laughs> channel. There's nothing added many times, anytime <laughs> soon. But there's some old stuff there I guarantee you've never seen. Mm-hmm. A salute to Tiny Toons games. That happened. Mm-hmm. That happened. Some Roger Rabbit cartoons I up to 4K. Yeah, suck, oh, suck it, Disney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, check out other shows. Video Game Apocalypse, the Friday video game show in 30-2010, which Sarah is always on. Hello. Um, we look at the world 30, 20, and 10 years ago. And I, what's, the, what's the movie next week? It's not Watchmen. Uh, the movie, one of the big ones that yeah. we're going to talk about, uh, Baron Munchausen. Oh, that's right. That's hey. why I bought it. Yeah. Uh, yes, I was watching that the other day. I'm so yeah. excited. Uh, can't wait to see that again tell us uh, in the comments or on the Laser Time Facebook community or the Laser Time Twitter uh, some badass ladies we might have missed or who you like just don't yell at us you can be courteous about this fuck you for not mentioning don't say it like that don't say it like that like I would we're propose. all friends here. Like, we're you know. your friends. Right. Don't yell at we your friends. We want to acknowledge you and, uh, and, and put, you, put some of your stuff in our bonus show, Bonus Time, which we give out to price of a cup of coffee every single month. You can help your favorite podcast network or your fifth favorite podcast network. Let's be honest. Survive, uh, eat, get paid, and keep making you stuff. Uh, and it's not that much to ask, and so we give you an exclusive show every single week. Uh, last week, I forgot what we did, but it was fun. Oh, it was Diana. We got Diana to bitch about the Oscars, which yeah, we've never done a post Oscar <laughs> show. It was a good one. Uh, yeah. But yes. Lots to bitch about. Yeah. All that yeah. more. Thank you guys so much. LaserTimePodcast.com. You can find all this information and more. We love you uh, and celebrate some badass lady this month of March. Why not? Yeah.